Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is the 29th of August, Tuesday. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors coming out of the US. And we're kicked on. From the Jackson Hole Symposium, the big gab fest for central bankers, especially the US ones, we had the Dow Jones up 213 points, 0.62%, 34,560. It had a high of 306 points up and a low of 95 points up. NASDAQ up 114 or 0.85%. 13,705, the S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle, but only just up 0.63%, 28 points, 44.33, VIX volatility index down at 3.1, 15.08, so uh, a little bit of a positive lead-in from the US market, but still pretty quiet over in the US. Uh, Volumes were around 25% down, and August has been a pretty torrid and disappointing month for the US market. September is traditionally actually the worst month for the US markets. They come back from their summer holidays. Labor Day, uh, the beginning of September, marks the end of the US summer holidays. They come back grumpy, stroppy, and in no mood to be optimistic about things. So, of course, we do have the FOMC meeting for the US in September 20th to the 21st, that two-day meeting, and we get to hear from Jerome Powell yet again. So we will see what they do with interest rates, but it does look like at the moment a pause is the most likely. ASX by futures up 25 points or 0.35%. Yesterday, we had a 45-point rise, mainly due to the banks. We had the banking sector up 1%. Resources suffering only up 0.2%. Part of that was the 5% fall in Fortescue on the back of that somewhat shock and abrupt resignation of the CEO, Fiona Hick, uh, who had only been with Fortescue around six months. So that certainly put the dampers on that stock yesterday, despite the numbers coming out as well. In other markets, European markets, we had the FTSE close for a bank holiday. Stock 600 up 0.9, France up 1.3 and Germany up 1%. So a little bit of positivity there. Asian markets yesterday, well, they were positive on the back of those moves by the authorities to cut stamp duty and encourage trading in the stock market. But as we all know, the stock market is very different from the economy. And stimulus measures in the economy so far have been somewhat sadly lacking in terms of the bazooka Uh, that many had hoped for. Uh, As a result, China, which was up very strongly at one stage, 4 or 5%, finished up 1.1%. Japan continues to trundle higher, 1.5% higher. And Hong Kong, only 1% higher. So we did see uh, a little bit of uh, sell-off after that big jump to begin with. And also Evergrande came back on yesterday after a 17-month suspension. Not particularly nice numbers either. The stock was down around 80-odd percent at the uh, the end of the session. Looking at uh, US bond yields, 10-year bonds pretty much unchanged, 4.206. Two years, 5.052, unchanged there as well. 10 years, Aussie, 4.132. 
Looks like they all went to sleep last night in the US in terms of the uh, the bonds market. Anyway, uh, Bitcoin eased slightly. We had the Aussie dollar 64.31 and the US dollar pretty much unchanged as well on the US dollar index. Looking at US stocks overseas, trade Nvidia up 1.8%, AMD up 0.4%, Netflix up 0.5%, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 1.7%, Tesla pretty much unchanged. Amazon down 0.1, Alphabetti Spaghetti up 0.8, Microsoft up 0.2, and Apple a day up 0.9 of a percent there. Uh, we did also see US banks slightly firmer, following on from our banks, no doubt. JP Morgan up 0.3, Bank of America up 0.9, Wells Fargo up 1.6, Goldman's and Morgan Stanley doing well, bodes particularly well potentially, I guess, for Macquarie. Goldman Sachs up 1.8, Morgan Stanley up 1.4. Uh, CBA up 1.3% overseas, mirroring what it did here. Uh, We had UBS, used to be smart in Europe, up 1.6%. Barclays unchanged. Deutsche Bank up 2.4%. And in other stocks of interest here, ResMed up another 0.6% of a percent in the US. So a little more colour on the US market last night. All three indexes have lost ground in August. The S&P 500 is down 3.4%. NASDAQ's down 4.5%. And the Dow is down 2.8%. So that is a pretty nasty old August for the US market. Uh, 10 of the 11 sectors in the S&P 500 last night were positive. Utilities was the only sector that was down. Uh, Traders were pricing in a more than 20% chance the Fed will raise rates again in the September meeting. So it looks as if it's uh, at the moment. Groupthink is that the Fed will not raise rates at that September meeting. All right, moving on to commodities last night. Brent crude down 0.15%. WTI up 0.2, 18 cents to $80.50. The gold price was slightly higher, 0.3 of a percent higher, $5.20. Platinum had a good night, up 2.4%. LME, copper, nickel, aluminium, etc., all unchanged. Why? Well, the UK was closed for a bank holiday. So as they say, nothing to go on really uh, in terms of commodity prices coming out of uh, the UK anyway. Dalian iron ore futures yesterday lost half a percent. We had the iron ore price up slightly uh, yesterday. And uh, in overseas trade of our mining sector, BHP in the ADRs was up 1.6%, Rio up 1.7%, Glencore unchanged, Freeport up 1.6%, Vale up 1.4%, Arbomile pretty much unchanged, Uh, Livent down 1.2%, Sigma Lithium had a nasty old night down 4.4%, and Piedmont Lithium as well down 3.7%, and we had oil companies overseas, Exxon, and Chevron up slightly around 0.7.8%, and Shell unchanged. Looking at some of the headlines coming out from the Australian market today, uh, Chevron has said that it had been alerted that strikes at its LNG gas export plants in Australia will begin from the 7th of September. Unions gave notice for industrial action at the Gorgon and Wheatstone export plants. We did see European natural gas prices surging on the back of that uh, Dutch front month futures traded 8.5% higher. Uh, so that was uh, in place. We did see Woodside last week uh, look as if they'd come to a settlement with the unions about strike there, but it looks like Chevron having some issues. Premium results out this morning posted record earnings in its full year report. 
continuing business revenue growth 17% to 74.3. Yearly net inflows reached 1.4 billion. Uh, the CEO, uh, Anthony Wemstecker, attributed the result to strong net fund flow, margin expansion, and improved operating leverage. Fisher & Paykel numbers out this morning as well may help or hinder ResMed. They do compete in the same uh, space for CPAP machines to some extent. They have upgraded its earnings guidance for the first half of financial 2023. Expects operating revenue for the first half, which ends in September, to come in around 790 million New Zealand. Represents 14% growth in revenue for the first half of the previous year. And we also see uh, other news today. Of course, we saw Alan Joyce in front of the Parliamentary Select Committee yesterday about the cost of living. Got a certain amount of grilling there. Results out this morning include Adbri, Cooper Energy, Mineral Resources, Resimax, Star Entertainment, Tyro and Zip. And uh, we'll just see if we've got any of those coming out at the moment. Uh, in terms of broker upgrades and downgrades, Coden upgraded to a buy from a hold at Molus, Australia. Target decreased from $8.22, though, to $8.10. Uh, we've had the Adbri numbers out this morning. Uh, revenue by product cement 319.5, a little bit easier than uh, the market was going for. Lime a little bit underwhelming as well. Concrete and aggregates did well, 370.9, and so that is to come. Uh, we have seen uh, underlying NPAT for the first half 52.1, which is uh, against the market consensus of 52.6. Uh, full year guidance capital expenditure 330 to 350, and uh, underlying EBIT 82.1. Uh, versus 83. Uh, Next Science has been suspended pending an announcement in relation to a capital raising. Placement and SPP there. Uh, Red 5 numbers are out this morning as well. Uh, Consensus for NPAT was around 32.1. Sales revenue 422.7 which is up 156% from a year ago. Underlying EBIT 96.1. So Uh, Some numbers coming out from Red 5 this morning. Also numbers from Shine Justice reporting NPAT of 3.3 million versus a year ago 31.2. Profit impacted by adjustment to the value of the Ethicon disbursement funding interest. Revenue was up 8% from a year ago. No final dividend due to low cash conversion. A year ago we did get a dividend from Shine. Cooper Energy, underlying NPAT, a loss of 5.6 million. Uh, They had revenue of 196.9, which is pretty much smack in line. And FY Guidance Production, uh, CapEx 190 to 200 million. Production expenses 60 to 80 million bucks there. Predictive Discovery's got some drill results out this morning from the Argo RC Drilling. Uh, They've got 12 meters at 6.75 grams a tonne gold. From 41 metres. Talga with some news out this morning as well, providing an exploration update with the Aero project. They found some large lithium bearing pegmatites identified at the project in northern Sweden. Lithium grades up to 1.95%. So, some good numbers uh, in terms of those uh, outcropping pegmatites there. Also, numbers today uh, index has been downgraded from a Buy to a hold at Bell Potter, target cut to 170 from $2.50. Uh, that index had a bit of a fall yesterday. Integral Diagnostics downgraded to a hold from a buy at Canacourt Genuity. 
Uh, the price, however, increased to $3.15 from $2.95. Alchem upgraded to a buy from a hold at HSBC. Target price, though, remains $17.30. Liberty Financial, uh, they have been downgraded to a neutral from a buy at City. Target cut to $4.10 from $4.15. Infomedia had a good day yesterday. Downgraded to outperform from a buy at CLSA. Target increased, however, to $1.85 from $1.60. Mineral Resources upgraded to a buy from an outperform at CLSA. But the target dropped from 82 bucks to 77 bucks. There, uh, we've also seen uh, Kelsian out uh, this morning. Indicative bids tabled for the Victorian bus company Ventura. The Australian reports that KKR, PEP, Kelsian, and Kinetic among the potential buyers with the value of Ventura expected to be around 10 times its 55 million annual earnings, or around 550 million dollars there. Kodan upgraded to an outperform from a neutral at Macquarie. A target increased to 8.20 from 8.10. ARN Media downgraded to neutral from a buy at UBS. Target cut to 82 cents. That's a big downgrade from 175. Genesis Minerals, which had a good day yesterday, initiated outperform at Macquarie. Someone obviously got wind of that. Target now is $1.80, giving it a 17% upside there. In other news just out, Zip Money has got their uh, profits out. Zipco, improving revenue and profits in the full year earnings report. The buy now pay later brought in group revenue of $693.2 million, which was up 16.1. Cash gross profit rose to $250.6 million, up 20.4%. Merch numbers increased 11.2% to 72,000. All sounds good in theory, doesn't it? Well, that's it so far this morning. Spy up slightly. Once again, it will all be about results. We are in the last week of reporting season, of course, Super Thursday to come. Lots of US data as well. Currently, we have Dow Futures showing a gain of 25 points. NASDAQ Futures up 14 points. As I said earlier, pretty quiet still in the US, 25% volume below where it normally is as we head into the uh, Labor Day weekend in the US and the kickoff to when everyone comes back grumpy as September can be a bad month for the US. Not that August wasn't either. Have a great day and as always, may the trading gods be with you.